Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello. And you're listening to Let's Drone Out. Tonight, we are joined by everyone's favourite curry kitten. Hello. Uh, my buddy, Carl. Howdy. And I'm Brighton to I Fly. Hello. And good evening. I do apologise. We are slightly late. That's because <clears throat> of me. And, and, and Cole. I was on time. Yeah. Actually, it's Walmart's fault because they delivered an item to the wrong address, and I have to call customer service and be a Karen. So, and I have to run around to my apartment looking for my box that was delivered to the wrong floor. So, have you got to lug it down yourself? Oh yeah, dude! I had to like pick up this seventy-pound bed frame and like get to the elevator and like look like I'm not trying to steal packages from different floors. <laughs> like, oh my god! Because yeah. <laughs> apparently, there's actually a in my building supposedly. Uh, packages have mysteriously gone missing, but I swear it is not me. I promise. It's upset him so much he's talking in imperial measurements. I know. Am I? What did I say? 70 pound box. Oh, well, we go by pound. I, I never use kilograms for weight, really. I'm curious. Yeah. yeah. He, well, like, it's the same place that has Roger. Is it Roger? Roger's screwdriver? Roger's like- internet? No, the square tip screwdrivers. Phillips? No. no. Oh. Oh, the... Robinson. The... Is that what it's called? I have no idea, but... Um, you, you mean for screws, yeah. 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 Yeah, we do have those. Yeah. He's off. He's got another yeah. package down. What's been happening with you, Jack? He's uh, back. N- He's found a screwdriver. Not much, yeah. This this is a yeah. It's Robinson. Oh yes, I know. How it just weird seems like is a big that? Allen key. No, look, but it's square. Look, yep. I How even w- have a smaller one. Look at that. Yep, this is bizarre. That's weird. I know. Yeah, it's like it's for like I feel like it's like a wood thing. It's for it's wood. Canadian well, I guess screws design. are for wood, but. Okay. Known as a square screw. screw Was it off. actually a Canadian thing? It's a Canadian thing, yeah. Look, I never knew that. Commonplace in Canada. Hmm. Yeah, I know. There you go. You know what? They're, they're good because they don't really just like come out of the hole when you're uh, trying to screw That's stuff what in. She said. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Um. So I saw in your Instagram, Cole, you flew. I flew. Recently. Yeah. You I have flying? done a... Yeah. Um, was it for fun or was it for work? Because it kind of looked like you were shooting something. Well, this is the so, baseball field thing, isn't it? Well, okay. So there's two things. So the day before yesterday, 
I went out to a different baseball field and soccer, or sorry, football pitch uh, for you British folk. And uh, I was testing my gear to make sure that everything was good. And it was. And I was actually testing out my GoPro 11 mini without stabilization because stabilization is kind of like cheating. It does make you look like a better pilot than you are. It takes out all the little micro jitters. But I was like, I want to see what it looks like without stabilization. And if I fly like crap, then either I suck at flying or my tune is crap. So upon testing, my drone flies great even without stabilization. You do see a little bit of micro corrections or whatever. But so that was two days ago. So everything was all good. But yeah, last night I was actually shooting for, um, I was shooting video on my camera, but basically this, uh, I, I did a, I filmed a TV show a couple years ago with this one producer, director guy, and I would just do it using ca regular cameras, but he's like, Hey man, want to bring out the FPV drone? We're doing a, something on like a local sports team. So yeah, I was out shooting, a some video and flying with my FPV drone yesterday, which was pretty cool. It was, uh, it was interesting. It's, it looks really cool actually when they have the, the baseball field and it's all like the perfect lines and you're like really low. I, I can't show anything right now cause it's not really for me, but, um, I wish I could, I probably could, but I don't know if I can. <laughs> so. I didn't sign anything saying that I can't. So I mean, like, I mean, I could give a little sneak peek if you guys do want to see. Yeah, man. I've always interested in seeing what you're up to. All right. As long as you won't get in trouble. Well, oh, sorry, guys. I'll be right back. Well, <laughs> oh, he's through to the supervisor. I know, isn't it? Do you know who I am? We'll re remove him till he comes back and me All and right. you can hang out. How are you doing, Curry? I saw that you uh, re finally received the back of your Foxier box. No, not a uh, Radio Master box. I always think he's Foxier. Boxer, yes, I did. Although I don't think it's a problem for anybody else. I think it's just the uh, the review units had a very tight module bay to the point that I had to dig my module out with a screwdriver. But the ones that are in production have the current back, which is absolutely fine, even though they look identical. It was literally a case of one the modules get stuck in, and the other they just come out normally. Crazy. Do you, and you you saw in the back that it had like little cut out really do you, do you think that that's all it is do you reckon they've redone the mold or I do you reckon think they so, just saw corners off I, I remember you saying that um the ghost module you said was the worst and I, the ghost module i couldn't even press all the way in without like using proper force and that would be at the top so they must have just rejigged the mold and then put those little cutouts in because what what was happening with the old one, if I took the back off, I could take it out because there's, there's more flex in the back of the um, the bay in the in the molding. So by taking the cutouts out, you get more flex in it, even when it's attached to the radio. It's a weird problem, mm -hmm. but that's that's well, good. It means I can I can use that again because I was I was using it to set up my walk snail quad, and um, then aside from the fact I, I should tell you two things. See if anybody else has experienced this because I'd never done it before and it was apparently quite quite common. So I was trying to flash my uh, my quad to four four. This little chestnut, the Chimera, which has now got the Walks Now uh, VTX two Pro camera in it, mm. which is all very good. But um, despite it 
um, despite me holding the boot button and plugging in and the, the right light coming on, it wouldn't recognize DFU mode. And I couldn't quite figure this out. Uh, uh, so I started trying to unplug everything from all the UARTs. And literally, when I had no UARTs connected, Beta Flight said, oh, you're in DFU mode. Let's flash, shall we? Which um, is apparently not an uncommon thing, but in the hundreds of times I've flashed things, it's never, ever happened to me. So I eventually managed to flash that and, and get to 4.4. Uh, four. And then, um, what was I saying? I, was, I forgot what my, my first initial thing saying about it was. Oh, yeah, I was, I was trying to hook up the, the box to it, and I hadn't used it for so long. I found out it was a completely different uh, firmware on both the receiver and the TX, and I had to update both. Yeah, the the um, the updates for Express LRS are coming out thick and fast. I must admit. Yeah, but it was the yeah. case of like the radio was was on three x maintenance level, so it was on a, like a pre-release version, and something else was on like two point something. So it was it was way out. It it didn't have a clue. Um, to answer Frank's question, there it has been pretty bad weather, but. I did manage to do my garden hover. This is the excitement of the garden hover. Are you ready for this? Whereas Tony got excited about seeing the grass, I'm like, look at the detail on those turds in the garden. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Thanks for Roshi for laying those down there. So that, that is my one flight on Walkstyle so far. And it, it was a case of me making sure that the quad flew and I didn't do anything bad. And also just learning how to... Um, Put the OSD on top of the the video afterwards, which was another problem because the developers there have um, seemed to have compiled the package for a certain version of um, Mac OS, which is a later version than mine. So I had to compile it myself. Mm, it's a pain. Um, is it an H seven <coughs> flight controller? No, it's an F seven. F seven. Okay. And apparently Tailspin says Bardwell mentioned that problem. Oh, okay. I just never hit it before. Hello. Uh, Sonic Tonic, are you talking about the Micro Drone 4? I don't know. I am unsure. No, and, uh, he's, he's talking about Cole getting a sudden call. It's, Cole's like, I'm going to show the video, and then suddenly he's going to come <laughs> back and say, no, I can't show the video. <laughs> I've been, I've been told <laughs> off. I know, it's illegal to cease and desist. Yeah, so basically I got a robot human on the phone and they're uh, they're like, I'm sorry, we are going to take your feedback and we will let you know. If this happens again, let us know and we will compensate you. And I said, uh, but this happened now. So, And then she goes, oh, I'm very sorry. Uh, this should not have happened. But if it does happen again in the future, let us know and we will compensate. I was like, hang up. I was like, okay. Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah. Was it actually a robot or a human? No, it was a like human a that had a script, basically, that it's like, if someone complains, say this. And they just basically repeated that back to me. So I basically gave up and said, have a great day. And yeah, I didn't actually say just, that. Let me speak to the robot in charge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so a futile attempt at uh, customer service, but that's fine. So are you going to show your sneak peek of your video, Cole? 
Yeah, I mean, we're 11 minutes in. I mean, I think... Uh, I can I can stall for time. Hang on. I, I see Curry got given a rock with a crawler. Another free rock. That's two free rocks now. I'm trying to create my own rockery in my garden, so I just oh. keep getting these little things, which looks like this. Look at it. Look at the little suspension. And oh, it's better than the last one because it's stiffer. Look. Go over rocks and look. Ooh. The articulation oh my of God. the wheels look move. At look at that stance. Is that right? Is that <laughs> the right thing? We're the, best. We're, we're the best 4x4 drone podcast there is. <laughs> <laughs> we do it all. Hey, double A. Okay, here How's we it go. Going? I, have, I have it up. He's got it. That's what this she is, said. Uh, top secret. Top oh, secret information. Here we go. So let's fast forward to somewhere that's kind of cool. Um, oh, and let's turn off this because that's loud. Um, See, that was feet written on the back of that. Yep. We do, we do use feet and meters and kilograms and pounds. Um, so here's a baseball field. I'm like, oh, that's fine. They're just practicing. So um, it wasn't like a full game. There was no spectators or anything, but it was still pretty cool. They're just, it's just a little bit of ripping around. And uh, there was one part where I tried to get um, the one guy was hitting the ball and it was really hard because I was trying to, I was trying to basically follow the ball as he hit it. And that is not easy. Uh, it's a very tricky thing to do. Sorry for the stutter. I'm trying to find the shot. I think it might be this one. No, no. Maybe, oh, yeah. oh, I think that was it. And I just skipped over it. Here we go. This must be this one. So I go around. I'm trying to time it up. Oh, is he going to do it? Oh, oh, there he hits it. Boom. And then, you know, this guy goes in and he catches it. And yeah. Probably just... need HD for that so you can actually see the ball. It's pretty yeah. hard to see the ball, isn't it? It is. Well, and especially on analog. Yeah. It's, uh, you should have seen the DVR. That was a little bit tricky too. But were these yeah, no. people under your control? Did they know oh. you were flying? Oh yeah, yeah. They all knew <laughs> I was flying, and even the the coach was aware as well. Like he, the, the, we got full permission from the coach, and uh, you know, it, it's all for a, like a production thing. So it's not just like I'm some random guy. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Let's fly around through the bleachers and uh, you know have a little fun with it. I've actually flown here before uh, a couple about a year and a half ago. Um, a, a buddy of mine, he knows the groundskeeper here and he, and they let us fly here just one night when it was basically just cleanup night. So it, uh, it wasn't my first time. So I was a little bit familiar with the place. Luckily, um, I'm, I think I'm going in for the landing here, but then my tripod was in the way and then the producer's wife was in the way. So I was like, well, I can't land there. And then I have a little bit of a crash landing. I'm like, oh, okay, this spot's good. Oh, a uh, little flip over. Yeah, was that fine. you in the red shirt or was that just a spectator? No, that's uh, somebody else, but I am actually I'm trying to figure see. out where you are. I'm right there. Bottom right. Um, it's kind of oh, dark. Oh, I see. Though. Yeah. yeah oh, there so is. you are on the, you are in the bleachers of the baseball diamond. Yep. Yep, so that was pretty fun. I, I think my favorite part was going all the way from the top. Uh, it's sort of like diving down, but uh, yeah, 
it was uh it was it was cool it was pretty fun i did like flying through the um through the bleacher spot though it's a little bit risky but yeah so that's a little sneak peek um first time well i guess not my first time using fpv for something like that but first time ever shooting anything with baseball so that's kind of fun Curry, Caroline Taylor's got back to you. Says, is GPS or any other peripher- uh, peripherals connected to UART 1 or UART 3, F4, F7, H7 chips, and these peripher- peripherals are powered on whilst connecting to the USB, the flight controller cannot enter DFU mode. Hmm. Apparently, so it's related. I, I read the same thing about... You are one, and that didn't make a difference. And I can't remember what the GPS. I thought the GPS was into like you are four or five or something. I couldn't find anything the other one. So it, it basically I'm plugging everything. Fortunately, everything was on plugs, and nothing had to be desoldered. That was the main thing. But it it, it was a pain in the ass. What what was supposed to be like a five minute job was like an hour and a bit of like what's happening here? Why isn't it working? I know, I'll have to unscrew the whole thing again and have a look. How come Cole gets to fly in interesting places all the time? And we're like, we went to a field today and flew around in a circle. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I guess, uh, I don't know. I guess it's all about... Matty flipped that bridge. Don't do that. Which oh Maddie flipped the bridge. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what I ended up doing later on that well so so here was the the, the kind of uh, silly thing was like the the director guy is like I was like I was like how many batteries should I bring? And they only last like maybe four minutes. He's like bring them all. We're gonna do them all. So I'm like okay, I got eight batteries. He's like bring a charger too. We got to do it all. Da, da, da. Well, I only got to fly three packs, and I'm like, well, now I have five more batteries sitting fully charged. So at, at the end of it, basically, we were supposed to do more FPV stuff after the practice. I only got to fly for the warm-up. Well, there was a game happening after the practice. So the field was taken up by a next uh, sort of like, you know, whatever team. So I pretty much had to fly my batteries to uh, just... To, I, I basically was just like, okay, I'm going to fly to storage charge because um, that's what you have to do if... like. The worst thing for me is like you charge up all your batteries, you go out, and then you only fly a couple of them, and you got to go home, plug them all into the charger, and then you know, de or what do you call them, discharge them to storage level, and that just seems to take forever, and it's not fun. So you can buy a um, battery discharger. Um, some people say they don't last that long. No, but basically. Basically, it's uh, it's basically a hairdryer, a DC hairdryer with like huh. a fan, and it's like blowing through nichrome wire. I think that's how they do it. Oh, and the really? way, yeah, the way your charger's doing it is through a like bank of resistors, and it's yeah. blowing the heat over the, the. If you crack open like a charger, there's like big old ceramic resistors, and they just sit there and you know soak up. A load of you know turning the electricity into heat well that's what i noticed too is yeah they get very very hot after discharge and it also like it takes you know an hour per battery almost if it's not Mm -hmm. full charge and i'm just 
I mean, I don't have the best battery or anything, but, but Steve FPV says he uses halogen bulbs, which is what I used to do. You can you can bring them down very quickly, but you kind of have to manage that a bit manually. Yeah, and uh, keep your eyes away from them because uh, putting that much energy for halogen bulbs is like, wow, it's really bright in here all of a sudden, and they're giving yeah. up a lot of heat. Yeah, yeah. So th- this was this was my. Uh, Okay, fly to storage level uh, battery. So I actually ended up flying over the river. And guess what, Curry? This river is called the Thames River in London, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> you're you're oh, trying to look. rip us off. It's like, this is London, honest. Look, that's where the Thames is. I mean, um, we, we are part of the British uh, whatever. We are Canada. Commonwealth. Yes, that's the term. You have to respect the king. Oh yes, the king now. That's true. Yeah. Weird. Oh yeah, it's uh that was a Did big thing. Did you not have to endure any of that coronation bullshit over the weekend? Well, like when we you told to. me coronation, I'm like, what is that? And then I googled it and then yeah, I no. It's uh I'm I'm it's pretty amazing, isn't it? I'm pretty it's literally uh, ignorant. Like he's on a different planet. It's great. Well, I also don't <laughs> really pay much attention to uh I don't you blame know. you. I don't, this is not a digger, you know, it's yeah. a digger. Um, oh, you know, one, one thing that I, I did find interesting was, maybe I spoke about this last week, I don't know if I did, but I put my remote control power output in my OSD, just because I'm, I, I'm, I was curious to see how the, um, you know, the, the dynamic output level on my Tango 2, how it works out, you know, depending where I am, and it's pretty interesting, actually, the... Uh, a lot of times it stays at 25 milliwatt, even when you're pretty far out. But then sometimes when you're behind, you know, maybe a couple of trees, it would, you know, go all the way up to like 100 or 250. It was, uh, it was cool to see at least, at least to be able to see like what the, what the, uh, what the, um, the transmitter is outputting. She's watching this video about the, the, uh, I'm trying to think of the word now, discharger. discharger. So oh, how no. much does that cost though? Uh, do you want seventy pounds? So like one hundred and thirty Canadian, or, or about a hundred dollars Canadian, or more? That's a lot of money for uh, just to be able to discharge packs. There is there is cheaper ones. There, um, not well. They're kind of sixty nine. The ISDT FD two hundred. I've got the very cheapest ones in the world, which are awful. They're these little, they're these tiny. XT60 and XT30 connectors, and you just plug them in, and it's like this is this will discharge your battery. And it's like <laughs> yes, over a period of about sixty hours, it yeah. will eventually discharge down because that's got an even smaller, tinier little ceramic capacitor, or whatever it uses to convert into heat. And so it's like yeah, six days well, later, your battery's back to storage. The annoying thing was is like I flew my packs down to storage last night, but by the time I got home, I'm on 4S. They were at like. 15.8 so i'm like damn it i need to still go down a few uh you know a few so i put it on the charger and i'm sitting there it's like okay 10 20 minutes goes by has gone down like none so i just basically plugged my battery into one of my quads that had no props on it and i just like blipped the throttle a bunch of times and you know just killed a bit of power that way and then then it was at storage and and then uh everyone lived happily ever after <laughs> You guys ever do that? <laughs> just plug it in your quad and uh, just you know play with your motors a bit to uh, no. 
Is that bad to do or does it matter? I just, I just have them on my charger whilst I'm like playing a game or something. And then yeah. I'm sat right here and then like they're beep, beep, beep. Okay, next one. Sometimes it takes a couple of days to get them down. But yeah, uh, I think generally it's like if I'm, I, I, I seem to have acquired the knack of getting quite close. So if I, if I fly each battery down to about 3.5 volts per cell, when I'm under power and then land, yeah. they pop up to around 3.8, 3.85, and then there's a little bit to go, and that's that's pretty easy then. Yeah. So, so this is this is in I, Canadian dollars. Oh, eighty bucks. Oh, yeah. Sorry, oh, there's okay. there's a shitty one. Second one there, the four lipo battery discharger. <laughs> that's what happens if you don't mind waiting six days. Yeah. Is that how long it takes? Literally. I looked at it and it's like this isn't working. The power's coming off, and then two days later, it's like no, it's dropped a whole volt. Volt now. It's uh, Gavin Ferry, a uh, friend of the show, Binary Throttle, who done the sort of like whoop flying at the uh, mini air show. Um, the Hobby Fly digital lipo battery capacity checker balanced charger um, for storage and voltage meeting testing servo. He had one of those, um, uh, one of those things, and you can use it to like balance really out of balance cells. So you just plug it in, and it would just sit there and gently tick away to get everything back up to, you know, so that the the battery's nice and balanced. And uh, it was pretty good, but I I just find it really difficult to get hold of those here. In, in huh. uh, Jolly England. Well, there's, there's five left in stock right now, Jack. You, yeah, it's America, though. Oh, that's no good. But, oh, my God. Black versions of uh, the Bimax uh, uh, B6. B6, yeah. The B6 so was I, everyone's first charger, surely. Yeah, it I mean, they were the charger. only people. Well, I had a question for you. How come some chargers' storage value is 3.8 and some is 3.85? Because the 3.85 ones, it's 15.4 on a 4S pack when you're at storage, whereas the 3.8 is 15.2. It seems to be like there's no agreed value there. I've noticed this as well. And um, in the chargers that do 3.8 per cell for storage, they also do 3.85 for high-voltage batteries. Huh. Which which I've always just volts. stuck to. But yeah, I've got a couple that says, "Oh, you want storage? You want three point eight five? I'm like, no, I don't want three point eight to yeah. get change it." Yeah. But you know what? I actually prefer three point eight five because when I want to charge, I have that little bit of extra, you know, voltage point, on point there. Point five of a volt, right? Oh, 15.2, 15.4. Yeah, it's like. Oh well, mind you, it's put it's like half a volt per each cell isn't it really yeah, it's like yeah, all yeah, so up. i will shut does. my mouth <laughs> Sorry. I, well i find that it actually it, it saves my charging time by like you know maybe maybe five or ten minutes i don't know that might be a stretch but so cole you've been flying for a while now yeah and you you still remember normie life yes and... what dji life you mean Normally well, we won't talk about that. You know, oh. we don't. You know, we don't. We won't. We won't name you, names. You served okay. your time as as yes. a potential wrongen, <laughs> <Sure. laughs> <laughs> and now you are cleared of all your charges. Um, no, but um, 
what do you find, um, if any, like aspects of the hobby that has improved your normal life? Like for me, oh yeah, having isopropanol alcohol just like kicking around is so handy. Okay, so sorry. Before I get into that question, I will I will do a thing that we can laugh about. So, and I have um, an Oreo cookie. Have an Oreo cookie, and 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 we'll have a laugh. So, remember, I said two days ago I went out to test my gear to make sure it was good for yesterday, right? Well, I brought my original Mavic Pro, like the OG OG Mavic Pro, because I was like, huh, I haven't flown this since I went to UK last, and I crashed it on the beach. I think we talked about it a long time ago. Well, um. I don't know if I told you guys that I, I got some free spare parts from a local DJI repair center because I had a like a broken little foot and uh, bottom plate was cracked and stuff. But so I just I wanted to try it again. I haven't flown it in like over a year, probably well about a year. And so I, I flew my my FPV. I flew my quads, and then I flew my Mavic Pro. But before when I, I used to fly Mavic, I used to fly Mavics with my thumbs. I used to be a thumber. Well, now I fly as a pincher with a Mavic because I can't fly with thumbs anymore. But the only drone that I crashed yesterday, or sorry, two days ago, was my Mavic. I actually crashed my Mavic again because I'm trying to fly it like an FPV drone and go through gaps and then it's just... Fighting yeah. it all the way. It's it's the worst. There's no control on those things and it's terrible. Oh, this is control. <laughs> There's no control on those things. You let go and it sits there. No, the wind, the wind. Okay, so well, I, I do have video if you do want to no. see this crash. He it's, needs to t- tell you about the Badfic argument between me and him. Okay, so so here... Yeah. Actually, it started in my room, didn't it? And then went yeah. all the way to... So pre-me even ever flying FPV or even caring what FPV was, Jack was trying to put me onto it and say, look at this cool thing, and you can do this, and you're in full control, it's manual, and da-da-da-da. I'm like... You're not in control, of that man. I got so much control on my DJI drone, <laughs> and like, little did I know that I would be eating my words and biting my tongue all these years later. Well, I guess yeah, a couple of years later. Um, that was embarrassing because yeah, man, I do not like the controls on DJI drones. Like, yes, forward, backwards, left, right, pan, tilt, great. That's about it. But don't try to fly it through gaps unless it's like a really small one. What a really small gap, so you shouldn't go for the big gaps, just no, tiny ones. No, I mean small drone. <laughs> I I still don't understand. I, I like. Have you turned into a regular punter now? Because whenever I, whenever I see these DJI drones just been sold, and I remember every every time they launch the new ones, I go searching for like people that have somehow crashed them. They come in yeah. with more sensors, so you can't just ram them into things, and they tell you when you like close to the ground and stuff. I, I don't know how you're crashing them. I mean, if you're trying so, to go through gaps, pretending it's an FPV quad, I can get that. But hang on. I'm going to... Carl, I'm we so are. sorry. I think it's because he's flying it in sport mode because no, if he doesn't, no, he no. now flies FPV and will be in a coma by the time no, he gets anywhere. No, no, Okay, so but, but here's what it is. I'm just not... Say, let me just say, yeah. It, it's different. As soon as you pick up a DJI drone and start flying it, it's just like, okay, we're just moving our camera along and we're gently getting this lovely viewpoint and that's it. I don't know how you could like 
Oh man, I've got to rip this and I've got to try and loop it somehow. Let him defend himself. So here's the Go thing. 99.9999 to the infinity nines of people flying DJI drones are putting it up like like a hundred feet in the air where there's nothing around them. Well, I don't really, I mean, I do fly quads like that sometimes still, but I, I will show you what happened. It's hilarious. I almost crash it into the garbage can, which was the funniest thing. Um, okay, where here it we belongs. Go. No, for purpose. But okay, here we go. So, and I put my Mavic into port re- portrait mode because I was like, "Oh, uh, we're gonna make some Instagram reels today." Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man! So, <laughs> I'm gonna go on TikTok. <laughs> Yep, yep. Well, okay, so I have a Mini 2, and it doesn't do portrait mode, but I have the original Mavic from, like, 2016, and it does it. So I'm all lined up. It's all good. I'm going to hit the gap fine. Watch this. Well, it starts going to the left, so I stop, and then hit the ping, ping, and then the video stops some, for some reason. I don't know why, but, oh, but the my thing is, it, even if you made it, it would have looked shit because you're going through that gap at walking pace, and it might as well just have been someone carrying a camera. If you're going to zip through that, that's that's an FPV drone. If you're going to use a DJI, use a DJI drone. What is good for, which is like going high up. Did you did you following? Break yes, circling around things. Uh just just the props, and then I had to like calibrate the gimbal afterwards, but it was fine. It's can you it, go back there and get that gap with your FPV quad? Oh, I already did. You, any shred of dignity. All right, find that. Okay. Also, yes. Can I mention so, so, your so you old see that? Job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on, Jack. Yeah, the, the the retail job because not only has Cole served his time with you know me ripping him an arsehole, but he's he's also had to deal with his wait, old wait, wait, we, we, Yeah, we shouldn't say uh, any company names, probably though. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but, can you think of a rhyming big box store? Am I allowed to say that? Maybe. Crest cry? No. <laughs> I used to work for a company that may have sounded like Crest Cry. Um, but so wait, what's the point of this topic though? Well, you you've had to sell things to the average punter, you know, oh, being yeah. like, to explain, you know, like why would you want this new drone? You know what? Bloody bloody blah, blah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just say this. I did have to stop a few like mothers trying to buy the Mavic 2 Pro for their 10-year-old son. Oh. I was like I was like no, sorry. Like there are some other drones and there are some toys, but yeah, you're not like and it was so funny. She this one lady was trying to like she was like yelling at the kid. She's like no, shh, don't say it. it's not for you. It's not for you. I'm like, yeah, sorry. Like, I'm not selling you a Mavic 2 Pro for your 10 year old. Like, I mean, sure, I could have made a sale, but it's just not, that's not a thing. I w- I that just, sounds like something your store manager would have been against. It's like, Cole, why are you not selling this drone when someone's come in and wanting to buy this drone? Why are you refusing to sell this to a customer? Well, because, like, the kid was like, I don't even think he was 10 years old. He was like seven years old. And she's you, like, you kind of feel like a gatekeeper, like on a, a sort of pretentious DVD seller. Where it's like, no, I'm not selling you this copy of insert pretentious title here. You wouldn't understand it. It's not for you. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I mean no, your 10 year old can't have this drone. It, do you know, 
well, it's kind of like selling a car to someone who's just under, you know, like just under the legal age to drive. Or it's like, it's like it's like selling a it's like selling a Porsche to a sixteen year old. Well, it's it, it, is it or, or is you, it like selling a Porsche to the parent of a sixteen year old and saying, wow. "Oh well, you do with it what you like." I, but no, I like, think my even, moral even compass the, is slightly different. I'd be though. like, the regulations, the even, you know, is like. You know, oh, you're going. Hang on, sorry. Yeah, what regulations? <laughs> well, okay, so there there are a lot of rules, as everybody knows, about certain things, and you kind of know when the when the this type of product should be in the. Like, I don't know. It, maybe maybe I'm being a gatekeeper. Maybe I'm being whatever. But like, I, something felt morally wrong about selling a Mavic Two Pro to a ten year old kid. Like whether it's his mom w- or not. Was like, he buying it? Or was the parent buying it? It doesn't matter. It's it does matter. Does it though? <laughs> I think so. So would you? Would you? Would in you a, yes. The answer is yes. Really? I, I, I don't give two shit most well, of the time about dad? anything. Sorry. What, what happens if they're with a dad and you didn't know and you just assumed it's for the dad? Well. If the kid's like, woohoo, mommy, I'm getting my new drone, I'm getting my new drone, and he's like, not even like half a meter in height, you know, it's a Mavic 2 Pro, just, yeah. I don't know, me, me, that, that, again, that's just my opinion. I but mean, that's a lot of money for for a like, young that's kid a, as well. I, I think a, a little DJI Tello, if it was a Tello, I'd say, Bob's your uncle, go ahead, but like, it just seems like... You're not allowed bit. to have this, it's too expensive to you. I am no, the no, moral compass of this store. It had nothing not to do it. with the money. It had nothing to do with the cost of it. <laughs> I don't care how, what people buy, but... Probably kept that kid out of jail. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Um, I found an interesting on, uh, article from Oscar Lang um, that how to make your own DIY dis- battery discharger out of a resistor and XT60. Oh, that's, oh, that's good, but you want you. one that cuts off for you, don't you, when it, when it stops? when it gets the storage charge yeah true yeah you need some sort of like smart tech in there so i'll just go back to another retail story and maybe i was just too good at my job but when i worked in a, a company called office world i can mention their name because they don't exist anymore so so whilst working in this store we had these little boxes connected to the printers so i could press a button and like a print would come out because it didn't have like computers connected so i was showing this man this printer and i was like pressing the buttons i said oh you see you can print this this is a good example and um he's like yeah i'm, I'm gonna buy that and he's like um do will, will i get the box so i can press the buttons i was like oh, no it does more than just that but you have to connect it to your computer and he's like oh oh i still sold it to him i don't know <laughs> if he ever used it or just got confused that it wouldn't print out little pictures from buttons but yeah Okay, so here, back to my, uh, you know, you, you saw the fiasco with the DJI. Now, is this soccer grounds? Or is this like football? Do you yeah, call it is, soccer? Yeah, this is the soccer field, and then there's uh, baseball fields in the back. So, um, let's see. 
I think this is without stabilization too. This is when I was testing the non-stabilization. Um, oh, did I go too far back? Oh, calm down, Sharpie. So Cole just rips through a goalpost. Oh, that's easy. Oh, it's coming up, guys. Here we go. Hitting the gap. Hitting. Oh, uh, yeah. Hitting right, the gap. Like so Cole's, Cole's now trying to go through a little, a little shed like, gap. Easy. Oh, look at that. Easy as butter. Can't do it with a DJI drone, though. Well, it, it wouldn't have looked good on DJI, would it? Because it's so pedestrian. Yeah. The, the right tools for the right problems, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, hey, Doro. Mm -hmm. oh, was, <laughs> was it Doro in red earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. No, no, no. No, that, that was, that's a different human on a different day at a different oh, location. Okay. Yeah. Now, did you guys watch the? Because I noticed you you got Dorothy there. Did you guys yep. see the latest um, long range? Uh, who was it? Falk Falcon Red? Is it that guy yes, in Canada I that did flies up the glaciers? Yep. I noticed whilst I was watching that his wife was there, and she took out a notepad and she would write down battery voltage, voltage. information. Yep. yep, I saw that. Everything like that, and I was making people watch some of it, and I said, "Why don't you ever do this?" And oh, she says some rude words to me. I, one thing I noticed in that video was out of nowhere, randomly, his, like the, the woman in the video, I'm not sure who it is uh, specifically to him, but she would like randomly put her hand on his shoulder. And I feel like if I was flying long range and a mysterious hand appeared on my shoulder, I'd probably crap my pants. Was it that mysterious? Because she was sat right behind him. Well, I mean, I thought, would you, I, I don't I want someone it's just a bit of a bit of moral I'm text, support. I thought I'm going to text Doro. Like, Doro, do us a favor. Like, Put your hand on Cole's shoulder while he's flying yeah, kilometers away. Yeah, yeah. make make what a bear say? noise. <laughs> yeah, make a bear noise. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did notice that though. So that was a crazy video. He went out pretty far, and on one of his dives, he. Um, he got some DJI stutter on the O3, and that was a little he scary. He just had the O3 just freeze. It was only for about half a second. Yep. But that's a bit scary that far away and without any chance of recovery whatsoever. Yeah. That does. Uh, you know, I will say that his videos are highly enticing me to get to go digital for long range because it looks like he flies Crossfire and O3 air unit, and man. It looks beautiful. I, I, one thing I always, excuse me, find funny though is when guys have like a HD cam, but then they have DJI DVR. I'm like, it looks the same. It's like there is both digital, so it, it doesn't look that different. And there's not like there's a ton of uh, OSD either, right? So I guess it depends what you're flying, but no, I mean it. It did look really nice. It does, yeah. I think I think you're slightly spoiled there by like, okay, I can literally go up this mountain through these uh, waterfalls and then through some snow onto a glacier, yeah, and no one's around for miles, and it's this beautiful straight line straight upwards, and yep. you always know that when you're coming down, you've got more battery than you went up. He's kind of spoiled yep. there. It's like if we did that, it'd just be like, here's some houses. Some more houses, there's a field, and we're coming back again, which was what most long-range videos look like in the UK. It's just like fly out, turn around, come back. And, and it's hopefully the dull, rain doesn't start. <laughs> yeah, but there he was. He doesn't get the hassle of having to sort of like 
go higher and higher up as you're going further out because he was going higher and higher up, but he was still close to the you know the local ground. For yeah, it's not like He's, he has to go like crazy high above the terrain, right? Like he was basically. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, he's out in BC, I think, um, British Columbia here in Canada. It's uh, it's pretty inspiring actually to see his long range stuff. Like I'm, mm. my my next build is going to be a long range build, and I don't know. It's it's really weird. So, like, Get one of these. Oh, nice. Maybe. Well, what is it's that? Good, Josh. You like it? Good. This Chimera? is a Chimera Seven. Yeah. So the iFlight one, but it's I've just installed Walk Snail on it to test okay. out. So that's going to be once it stops raining, we go test that and see how it does. And you so, can examine the the gravity of what my boring fields look like in HD. I'm sure it'll help a bit, at least get an idea. I, so one thing that I was wondering though, um, I don't know. I don't know if there's like an issue with my build or if there's if it's just me flying behind stuff, but. I mean, 500 milliwatts on analog should be more than enough to send you out pretty good distance if you have line of sight, right? And as long as there's not a, you know, a lot of interference and stuff. Um, yeah. Like, but there's there's no like uh, hard like if you're at if you have this much output power you can fly this far. It's it, it really it really depends on where you are, right? Um, yeah, and and how high you are off the ground. It, I mean, it used to be back in back in the olden days. It used to it used to be a case of like, oh, go a hundred meters up for every kilometer you're out. When we were back flying planes and stuff, but that that would break the uh, the height rule certainly. Where's he gone? I'm, I'm, no. I don't know. I'm trying to find That's my DVR robot. Come back. Ah, but yeah, nowadays it's kind of like. Uh, there, there is a a certain effect of the atmospheric conditions there can be, and certainly you can go through different zones of how good the signal is or isn't. No fear of clouds with GoPro Hero 11. Visma, I don't know this one. No, I don't know. Is it worth a subscribe? It know. looks incredible. Thank you, Caroline. Caroline shared this this video, and we're watching, I guess, some mountain climbing and diving. Oh, that's cool. Got the lovely coloured OSD as well. No, nice. Digital for the win. Thank oh, God. Yeah, I saw this back. too. That looks amazing. Oh, this is pretty funky. I guess it's good, good, man. Low cloud as well. Yeah, you, See, low, low cloud's an interesting one because that that can be a real blocker on regular 5.8 because it's like you know how 5.8 doesn't like water and basically you've got well, like a signal likes water uh, uh, well i mean 5.8 is worse because it's a higher frequency if you get a lower frequency it's, it's better but certainly going mm. through clouds can be interesting but this seems to be holding up really well doesn't it well and this oh, is uh hd zero is it or it's definitely or not hd zero i can't see all flickers everywhere Oh, true. DJI V2. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so it must have like the WTF or something on it, I guess. What the Foss? I don't know whether what the Foss is only. I don't know. But then again, you've got that different. Maybe. Can you what the Foss V2s? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Um, 
I just I want to get your guys' opinion on how this DVR looks because I made the mistake of updating my beta flight quad and now um smart audio does not work. Uh, uh, it is, is it, a nightmare. Is it detecting it as version two or version two point one? Um it's tramp actually. Oh yeah we talked about that. But tramp's just I smart audio. Trap. So yeah okay. this battery was like Rate my DVR. charged. Yeah. At least the at least the video fits nicely in this format. Yeah. It's true actually. The uh the yeah, cat two like the cat two is so good in low light. It's ridiculous. So this is when I was like this is when I was just trying to get my packs to storage level, but like I just like, like to remind everyone this is an ultra. Oh yeah, kiss it, uh kiss oh, ultra, yeah, yeah, kiss ultra over a body or uh, just like no f- given <laughs> no. well you know what i, I mean i kind of know Fair the limits play. now like i i know i i know i can trust my gear so i'm not scared i'm, I'm not as scared i i try to you know i, I try to keep it within is, my limits that is interesting though the 25 milliwatt yeah yeah that's i wanted TX. to see it's the yeah t- transmission power st- or tx power still at 25 milliwatt um has, has there been many updates? Because I have not been following the. Um, I haven't Discord. checked. But like, so why am any idea why I'd be getting this like random? Is that just normal? This this random flickering, or does that seem fine? Oh, or you are. It, it's a bit tricky because you are over houses there, and so there's probably Wi-Fi some noisy crap or... coming up from all of those, which is gonna do yeah. some stuff. Um, it's that, not. That it's not particular interference pattern. Stuff is um it. Uh, figuring out whether to switch to dark mode or stay in color. Oh, it, is it uh, really? Yeah, and, and you wouldn't have noticed that on like the um, Swift twos because if you go into the menu, it's set to like yeah. lock into color. But obviously, you've paid all this money for this night vision camera, so it's kind of like I think it's on the cusp or flicking between the the the, the both of them. See how, yeah. look at the sky. Look at how it's like getting rid of like the color data and putting it back. That's what leads. I could be wrong. I could be talk, totally talking out my arsehole, but that's what I believe it is. Because you know this, huh. it's kind of like flicking between the two of them. And why yeah. would interference do that? It wouldn't. The lines across it is interference. So I went again, but. I don't know. It, it it's definitely odd, but I mean, like I was but just now. I was, it's more gray. Well, no, the sun was you going need, down, so there was less light yeah. over there. Um, yeah. You do need to do the same test in a less urban area and see if you get a different result. Yeah, like in like the, go out into the country, middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, otherwise, I mean, for for analog video, not bad, I guess, eh? Yeah, it's okay. I mean, there's you can see noise around the grass and stuff, but you're flying at low light, so it's going to be... I suppose you need to test it in the right conditions. So if you've got like a, a clear, bright day in the middle of nowhere, you should be able to fly out a decent distance without getting any sort of noise or flashing and stuff. Some cameras react a bit funny to, you know, bright sky and, and stuff, and they change a bit, but you won't. you shouldn't get the sort of the flicker back of the different colors and things. Yeah, on the on the pat on the last um, DVR that I showed, like the last battery, yeah, it was um, 
I was behind myself a bit, but yeah, like right now I'm kind of beside myself and now I'm behind myself, um, sort of like behind into the side. So I'm getting worse video or whatever, but I mean, it's still totally flyable. It's just like now I'm just kind of getting, but yeah, I guess, you know, like it, it doesn't, it doesn't appear like there's any issues though. Right. Like it does seem fairly normal, I guess. Yeah, it's fairly normal. It's always hard to say because of the area you're in. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of stuff around there and there's, you know, you're you're standing next to big metal objects as well. I am. Yeah, like by like a batting cage and yeah. That's true. Okay, well that's good to know. I'm I was always just curious and yeah, the the whole TX power thing, it it is kind of cool just to see, but yeah. That's interesting. I I normally just fly my I mean, what is this crossfire? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Because I normally just put ERS on like a hundred milliwatts and just leave it there, and I know it's range for days. I've never put it on dynamic to see what happens. Huh. Oh. The, the 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 one person I was with there, she was like, "Oh, I'm surprised it's not that loud." And then I just like punched out, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "No, that's not. Uh, yeah, it can get loud, but." Frank says, "Yeah, you can be six meters away from any any metal will help." Yeah. So yeah, nice. that was that was my fun. So yeah, it's uh, it is very surprising though, just how well that thing can see in the dark. It's uh, it's pretty powerful little camera. That's cool. Just a, a rapid change of uh, direction here, Jack. Hey. Are you drinking out of something you stole from a meth lab? I can see markings down the side. Oh, it's um. Yeah, it's basically, um, you know those stick blenders? It's a beaker from one of those, you know, that you kind of like stick the blender in. And... It kind of looks something I'd see on Breaking Bad. That's the only reason <laughs> I mention it, but okay. Yeah, it looks like medical and it's full of piss. But yeah, it's um, a beaker out of, I just need large, because I haven't got much uh, large intestine left. I no longer get hydration from my food, so I'm constantly having to, drinky, to drink. So I just need if if anyone finds the source of these, which is like 750 mil, let me know because I just get like one of these. Of oh yeah, or you could carry around a whole water cooler <laughs> and be like a like a bro from Carl. Yeah. How how is that? Are your kidneys like killing from the like sheer flushing? Uh, have you got to finish really. that whole bottle every like two hours? No, I drink like maybe one or two of those a day. But one or two. Holy! I, I do pee a lot though. Yeah, it's about like four liters of water a day. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of water. Wow! There you go. People's drinking habits. You heard it here yeah. first, people. Drink know, water. It's good for that. you. You are more than three quarters of water. <laughs> Gary, well. you brought it up because you were. I should find new and interesting things to drink out of, like say like a sauce, but drinking out of that. Yeah, I mean, a those measuring jugs you can get in the pound shop are like a whole liter, and you can those easy enough. Yeah, true. That, that would be quite good. I love how you guys call it a pound shop because to me that sounds like somewhere you're going to go and you're going to get beat up. Not well, a pound of white. <laughs> we call that a dollar yeah. store. We got the dollar the store. The dollar here. store. Yeah. Come on down to North America to the dollar store. That's where you get all that cheap foam, which we have to pay extra for. 
the cheap foam? Yeah, flight flight tests always used to talk about getting um, their foam from the dollar store before they had their own foam and making airplanes out of it. And if you buy it over oh, here, yeah, it's like about four pounds per sheet. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's interesting. Cereal in a jug is a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite cool. Actually, what's really sad is I love cereal, but I don't do well with milk. I've, I've noticed over the last little while that milk kind of doesn't really work well for me. So I haven't been drinking milk anymore or having cereal. So that's sad. There's, milk, there's plenty of milk alternatives. Yeah, like soy and whatever, but I don't know. Some crazy people put fruit juice on their cereal. What? What? That is odd. I, I remember one time I had no... Well, I poured a bowl of cereal, and then I didn't realize how much milk I... I, I didn't have any milk left, so I went to pour it. There was none. So I was like, I had to put some water on it. <laughs> had some water cereal. How was that? Was that tasty? The, well, it was cereal, and it was wet, so it was close enough. <laughs> Soggy cereal. Yeah. Mm, yum, yum. Yeah. Did you see that uh, Tony uh, nearly died uh, yesterday? No. His, no, what um, happened to Tony? Brake, brake lines had uh, corroded enough, and then he was on the M25. No. On the brake, and, yeah, it squirted. And, yeah, he was he le- leaked out all his brake fluid, so he had no brakes. Ooh. So we that sounds like a movie. Brake. Who's cut Tony's brake lines? Who's not happy here? Jack. Russian joke. <laughs> Jack's like, I'm not finishing your X class. Isn't, isn't Jack a mechanic? Would he know about how to cut brake lines? Mate, if, if I was going to kill Tony, I'd do it in a spectacular way. It would be brakes, fire, explosions, <laughs> just pure death. And I'd also, train an eagle to carry him away in his talons. Yeah. Was, yeah what was like that one thing? You probably have the, the the flaming woofler thing out there too. It'd be like, <laughs> what's that thing called again, Jack? Um, yeah, the foamy woofler. You said, you said oh, it right. foamy woofler. I said flaming woofler. Oh, I mean, that does it. Flames oh. are the byproduct. Um, <laughs> opportunity means a motive. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> Um, Suspect number one. <laughs> I know. So, so yeah, who, has, who has flying plans for next week at least? Obviously Cole, because he flies everywhere exciting. Well, no, I think I'm flied out for right now, man. I like, I still haven't finished editing stuff Moving from Taiwan. In. I still haven't finished editing stuff for Jack. I. So what I've been doing lately is... I don't really like to edit my own stuff anymore. I like to just like take the video. I don't edit it. I just do one packs. Now I used to do like chop, chop, chop and edit up all my own, my stuff into like the best clips and make myself look so cool. I'm joking, but um, now it's like, okay, one battery is one video. And that's like, it's just a lot more ideal from a editing standpoint. Cause Oh, I am getting buzzed. Doro rewatched it and went, "How dare you!" No, wait, rewatched what my my videos? 
No, this this episode. Oh no, she. I think she's her. passed out right now, actually. And I think her computer is here. So unfortunately, this is all the time I have for today. So yep. no, worries. I love you all guys. Right, say goodbye, Carl. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a good night, evening. It's. Yeah. I mean, that's all we got time for, really. Uh, You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. This show is sponsored by our lovely Patreons. Um, we are thinking about maybe making some mock uh, adverts. So get your unbreakable Kit Kat curry, curry Kit Kat fingers and uh, Tony's beard trimming and brake line cutting device. It's the first Keeps I've heard about it. You may have mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, hair keep treatment for men. Who knows? But anyway, these lovely people that are scrolling by are the guys that keep us afloat. Hopefully next week we can do a bonus podcast if Curry's uh, timetable is good and Stephen's back. Um, Cole's back. Was it the laptop or was it Walmart saying sorry? Uh, Wait, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Dorothy's new desktop. Hey, what what specs? Twelfth Gen i7. Okay. Your RAM, thirty sixty with a twelve twelve whatever um, twelve gigs of video RAM, and it's a beat. It's pretty damn good. It sounds good. Uh, yep. Thanks for everyone who tuned in. You've been joined by everyone's favorite Curry Kitten. Goodbye. My buddy Carl. See ya. And I'll be bright until I fly. Like, comment, subscribe, share, and join our Patreon. We love you guys. Thank you. Good night. Bye. 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 Telemetry lost.